Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. All right, it is time for episode 35 of Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, and I am happy to have you here to uh, learn a little bit and maybe be hungry at the end of this. I don't know. Today, I want to talk about using your healthy muscle. And that sounds kind of weird, but eating healthy is sort of like any other learned skill, any other thing that's worth getting better at. It takes time, and you can't change everything overnight. And so I know one of the things that the people around me struggle with is seriously thinking that you have to change everything, your entire meal plan, and that all you can eat is steamed broccoli and boring chicken, and that's what's healthy, and that's what's going to make you lose weight, if that's your goal. And the truth, the truth is going to be, like, further than that. Because, honestly, I consider myself to be a pretty healthy girl, and if I ate chicken and broccoli every day, I would be so bored out of my mind, I just can't even tell you. Um, I don't even think I make the same things, even though it's the same things the same way exactly twice in a row for the most part. So I like variety. I know what goes well together. Um, I know how to make stuff come together. And you know what, though? I've been doing this for a little while, and so it's just practice. I had no idea what I was doing when I started uh, kitchening. Oh my gosh, when I started cooking. When I got my own kitchen, I really literally just started making things all all prepackaged, all pre-done, and sort of just tweaking what was already done for me. Um, and then I grew from there. I stopped buying, you know, pre-done packets of seasoning and pre-done this and pre-done that, and I started making my own just a little bit at a time, and I just took one meal a week and figured it out and spent a little bit more time, and that's how I got to where I am, and now I use cookbooks and recipes as guidelines instead of the be-all, end-all, unless I'm baking, and that's science, and so you have to go exactly, for the most part, exactly what they say. So I hope that one day, at some point, you get to that point where you are cooking on the fly, knowing what your body needs, where you can listen to it and respond to it, and come up with your own meal plans, and Google for your own stuff, and then just be able to, like, come up with things and combine recipes that or have pieces of things that you like or that sound good on paper or sound good on screen, I should say, since most of my recipes are all saved on Pinterest at this point. Um, I do, I love cookbooks. I love reading them as textbooks. I read the intros like I 
study them and I make notes and I flip the pages, you know, the corners, which you're not supposed to do traditionally. But you know what? I use them. I use them as tools. I use them for the knowledge that they bring. And um, I appreciate what the experts have to say about the meals that they're presenting. And I want to make them in the true spirit of what they intended so I'm going to read their intros, and I'm going to read about them and how they came to all these amazing recipes. Um, and that may be why I don't have a cookbook yet, because I, I can't even get past, like, the intro. I'm like, I just, I don't even know. I, I have started and stopped so many times, you guys. That is why there is this podcast, because I just was like, oh, I'm just going to start talking about what I make and why I make it. and what I like about it and what I don't like about it because I am not ready to sit and write anything permanent yet. So, I don't know if I've ever said that out loud or or conveyed that, you guys, but that is why there is this podcast. It's because I just have not been disciplined enough to sit and write an entire cookbook. And I love that this is changeable on the fly. I love that I can change my mind at the last minute and talk about something completely different than what I sort of had picked out. Um, but that also goes along with my, it's a skill. If I sat down and I wrote every day, if I did that every day and I made myself do it every day, like I make myself do sit-ups every day. Um, actually, I don't make myself do sit-ups every day. I don't know why I said that. I just, like I make myself work out. I work out almost every single day. Um, it takes practice. It totally takes practice. And I am so easily distracted by other things and I just, I lose my way. I need, I need a writing coach. That's what I need. Maybe I should start hiring a writing coach who's going to kick my butt. Uh, just like I want to kick all of your butts into shape, but not really. I'm too nice for that. So I just, I really encourage you guys just to change one little thing at a time to get to get your palate used to non-processed items, it takes a little while, and it is totally a journey, and you will have setbacks, and to be completely honest, there are going to be things that you don't like. Like, I can't stand kale chips. I'm always seen as this, like, super healthy girl, super healthy mama who loves all these amazing healthy things, but I, honest to goodness, cannot stand kale chips, and everybody, like, laughs at me, and they expect me to like it, and I'm like, you guys... Just because it's healthy doesn't mean that you have to like it. We all have different likes. We all have different preferences. We all have different nutritional needs based on your active lifestyle, based on what you're allergic to, um, all those things. And I've talked about them before. But I just I wanted to encourage you guys to know that you don't have to be perfect. That there is no such thing as perfect. There is no perfect meal plan. There's not. And there's no sticking to a perfect meal plan because we're all human and life happens and things come up and there's chocolate. I don't know. I just, I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I eat things that maybe I only have a couple bites and so that's why it's okay. But like, I know on the weekends, I let go, I have dessert, I have wine, I have whatever. I make up for it during the week, but... There is no perfect, and if you expect yourself to be perfect, it's never going to work. And the same goes for when you're learning to work out. The same goes for when you're learning to play the piano. The same goes for you're learning to kick a soccer ball. 
um, learning how to code, learning a new job. I just, like, when you were learning, do you remember learning how to read, how difficult it was and how you would learn something a little bit every day and you get used to it and you recognize things and you pick up cues and as you go, you get better and better and better. And that's what eating healthy is. This healthy lifestyle, this reg- or, uh, goal that you set for yourself, I'm trying to say regimen and regime at the same time, and that was so it was not working. But, you know, you give yourself a calendar. You give yourself a small set of goals, and you work at it a little bit every day. One step, one lift, one minute, one workout, one meal at a time. Sometimes I tell people to just start with breakfast. Just start making your breakfast really healthy. Um, I am a creature of habit, and I have a smoothie bowl just about every day, uh, six days a week, actually. I have a smoothie bowl unless we're on vacation. And even then, I pack enough to have it, but it doesn't always work out. And that's okay. It's okay to not follow through completely with your plan, especially on vacation. Um, things happen, life happens, and you have tomorrow. And so if you just pick that one thing to focus on, get really good at that and then move on to the next thing. Um, and if that's a type of food, if you want to try one new vegetable a week for like six weeks in a row, cool. After a month and a half, you've tried six new vegetables and you may have even tried six new ways to cook those vegetables and six new combinations. Keep your other stuff the same. Keep your protein the same. Keep your carbs the same. But try a new vegetable. That might be one really cool way to do it. Um, yeah. So that's that's sort of what I wanted to encourage. I guess that is what I wanted to encourage you guys today about is that you don't have to be perfect. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of nutritionists and holistic folks and trainers, they all talk about the 80-20 rule. And I am a huge fan of that, keeping it healthy 80% of the time. And 20% of the time, you just let go. And that is for Saturday night. That is for um, girls' days out. That is for when you're on vacation. That is for a really stressful Friday and you just want to go out and have french fries and wine, which are my go-to's. Um, you know that it is. It has been a week or a day if I am out and I have French fries and wine in front of me. Uh, one or the other is probably I just had a really small craving and I'm sharing with someone. But if I have both, oh, watch out because I have a GVR week. Um, but that's what that's for. 80% of the time, you are on point. You are making healthy choices. And 20% of the time, you are letting go. And you're not, like, eating an entire chocolate lava cake all to yourself. But... You let yourself have those treats and in whatever portions you want because you know that the next day or the next meal, you are going to be back on track and you are going to be back to your healthier choices. And you are going to be back to your workout and back to that healthy, active lifestyle. But don't let being healthy keep you from having fun and don't let it, quote-unquote, messing up, keep you from continuing your journey and being on there because having those treat days, having that 20% is part of the journey. There is no way that you can be perfect all the time. That there's just that is too high of an expectation. You are not perfect in life. You are not perfect at work. You are not perfect as a parent. You are not perfect as a child. 
you are not perfect. I am not perfect. I am horrible mom some days. I am a horrible sister sometimes. I am a horrible kid sometimes. I just, no one is perfect. And so there is no way that with your meal plan you can always be on point and always make the exact right decision in whatever it is. Um, so many times I've bought products that I read the ingredients in the grocery store and it looks fine and I get it home and then I'll see one more thing and I'm like, dang it, I should not have bought this. We're going to eat it this time, but, you know, I hope I don't fall in love with it because otherwise, we're, you know, we're not getting it again. So I say start small and totally, totally use the 80-20 rule. Um, and the only reason to ever try to do like 90-10, woo, 90-10, is maybe, I don't know, right before you get married or before there's big pictures or something for like a week, just really putting it to the grind because you know that like you just want to be the best and feel the best that you can feel, I don't know. But 80-20 seems to be a really, really good portion for just not missing out on life and not missing out on the good stuff and not holding yourself accountable to something that's going to set you up to fail because you guys you are amazing and you can do this and I promise you well I can't promise you that you'll like Brussels sprouts but I could tell you five ways to make Brussels sprouts that are darn delicious and even if you don't like them you might actually like them after you try these recipes uh, and speaking of I'm going to follow this whole conversation right now with some of my favorite, well, yeah, favorite recipes uh, for veggies because veggies are your friends and it seems to be one of the biggest sticking points with everyone, well, with people that I talked to recently. I don't like vegetables. Well, you just don't like them the way that you have tried them so far. It's kind of like, I don't like working out. Well, you maybe just don't like the workouts that you've tried, you know, like if you like to dance. Maybe you don't want to put yourself in a pure lifting situation. Um, and then you say, like, I don't like the color pink. Well, maybe you don't like baby pink, but maybe you like fuchsia, and that's a part of pink. So, you know, it's hard to always say that, like, there are just things that you don't like, but without trying a little variation on them, you never know. There are a few things in life that I will say I just, I just, I don't like, and I have tried them several times. Um, and my only, my only gripe is when people don't try it. So I would appreciate if you guys tried a new vegetable this week. That would just make me so happy. And I would love it if you wrote to me and told me what you tried and how you made it and if you liked it or not. And I can help you find a different recipe if you were like, well, this was good, but, you know, I will totally, totally help you find something else. Okay. So let's talk Brussels sprouts because the other day I made Brussels sprouts that were freaking amazing. And seriously, you guys, the only thing in it was, and I, I made it last week and I wrote it down and I am not looking at it. Um, I will include the recipe in the show notes when I email it out. So if you are not on my email list, you will not get it. But uh, PM me, text me, email me, whatever, and I will send it to you, I promise. Um, okay, so it was. Brussels sprouts, mushrooms, Parmesan cheese, red pepper flakes, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of salt, 
and I did it all in olive oil. And it was so – oh, I know what it was. It was not that I did olive oil. It's that I used um, sun-dried tomatoes that are stored in olive oil. So I used olive oil from the jar, which just soaks up all that seasoning, and it's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I Like, my mouth is watering. Like, I'm starving on my way home right now. Um, so talking about this is making me extra, extra hungry. I am glad that dinner will be fast once I finally get home. Uh, I have to go to a kid baseball game first. And then I can go home, and we are having barbecue chickpea salad tonight. So, um, okay, so those Brussels sprouts. I use the sun-dried tomatoes that are in the olive oil in the jar, okay? So I use that, and I cook the Brussels and the mushrooms in that so that it all soaked up all that flavor. And then um, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and some Parmesan cheese. And it was so good. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It was so good. And I just did it in the skillet. And um, until the the um, brussels were softened, it was, like, no more than 20 minutes. It probably was only 15 minutes in the skillet. Um, so that is super fast. And I, you could have that with almost anything, steak, chicken, fish, um, anything, you guys, anything. Uh, okay, so let's talk about something else. A lot of people don't like Brussels sprouts. So what about doing something super fun like bacon-wrapped asparagus? You could totally do bacon-wrapped asparagus. Bacon would be your healthy fat. It would also be a teeny tiny bit of, oh, not a teeny tiny bit, but a bit of protein. Um, it would also be your salt, so you wouldn't need to salt it. And if you do a few spears within each bacon, then you're getting a good green to healthy fat ratio. No, you don't need to wrap individual asparagus, you guys. Come on. Um, I've even seen where people do asparagus and, like, some other veggie within the bacon, and that's really good, too. And you could serve that with all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, that with a fried egg on it might be really, really delicious. Uh, and maybe if you did it at breakfast time, you can serve it with a biscuit. See, there's that 20%. Um, or some sweet potatoes or, you know, something like that. Uh, make it a really savory breakfast. Um, but do it for dinner. And you could serve it with some cauliflower mash or something. And that would be amazing, too. Uh, and, yes, I love mashed cauliflower. I am, have to admit, I am not a fan of mashed potatoes. But not because of anything anything you guys it is a texture thing for me and I've never liked it and I constantly retry it you know how a couple episodes ago I talked about retrying things oh no it was last week about my kid retrying things and making things a slightly different way whatever so if my husband really wants mashed potatoes a lot of time well sometimes I just go buy him mashed potatoes because I'm not a fan of them although apparently I make really good ones uh I'll make half mashed potato half cauliflower um, or I'll just do a mashed cauliflower for me and just make the potato for him. So, um, yes, that dirties two pans. Yes, it's a little bit more work. But really, honestly, it's the exact same seasoning. So I'm just, like, dual panning it. And that's okay because I like cooking. And I strategically do it on nights when I have time. Um, so that's asparagus. And, oh, that turns out so good. Um, let's see. Something else, something else. Ooh, my favorite way to make carrots. Most people like carrots. They're sweet, they're crunchy, they're fun. 
My favorite way is to roast them with a little bit of balsamic vinegar and a little bit of olive oil. You toss them in that, and then you put a little bit of allspice and ginger, okay? Allspice and ginger. And then a touch of honey, and you mix it all up, and you throw them in the oven, covered. And then after 25 minutes, when they have steamed, and it's amazing, and they're starting to soften, you throw in some feta cheese. Take off that foil and you let it bake for another 10 minutes and the feta just barely starts melting and it gets a tiny bit brown on top um, and then you mix it all together and you eat it and it's amazing. Um, that is one of the things that my, my husband's family asks for at Easter every year, Easter and Thanksgiving. Always, can you make the carrots? Can you make the carrots? And then I make sure to make a double batch because everybody wants to take them home. Um, so there's that. I love that. And people seem to like it too. So I hope that you like that as well. Let's see. Some of my other ways that I love, love, love to do um, veggies is in, just in a salad, just chop some up, throw it on some greens. Put a little ranch on it, and you know what? That little bit of ranch, as long as you're buying good ranch or whatever dressing, use it as a drizzle so that it's just an accent, but getting your veggies in raw and crunchy is always a good idea. I even really like, and I will be making this tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm like trying to remember my meal plan at this moment in time. Okay, so tomorrow I'm making um, just like a... It's a, a veggie, I don't want to call it a slaw because it's not really a slaw because it's not shredded. But it's just raw veggies as a salad with no greens in it. So however we want to call it, um, we're going to call it veggie salad because it's kind of like a pasta salad, but it's veggies and hot pasta. But it's that cold, chopped, uh, like thick chopped, rough chopped, I should say, rough chopped idea. Okay? So, and this is where I'll leave you because I feel like I've been talking forever. Um, but again, I'm starving. So... I can talk about food forever when I'm starving. Like, oh, my gosh. Um, not that I can't I can talk about food any time, but especially when I'm really hungry. Um, okay, so this is going to be on my plate tomorrow, Tuesday. So if you check my social media, you will see this there. Um, okay, so I get a jar of pickled veggies from Trader Joe's, but they have it at all kinds of um, grocery stores in different varieties. The one I get is carrots, cauliflower, bell peppers, and pickles, and it's just pickled veggies, and so it's um, just vinegar in there and some seasoning. Um, so I drain it, and I leave them a little bit wet because um, I want that to be the vinegar that I'm going to use in the, as the dressing. I don't add any more vinegar, obviously, uh, and then I throw some olive oil over it, just enough to give it a good coating. Because as my mom likes to say, you got to leave your tubes. So having a drizzle of olive oil is a great way to incorporate your healthy fat. And then I am going to um, chop up a cucumber and put that in there. And uh, in, like, you know, quarters. So I take the cucumber and I chop it in quarters. But they're, like, mm, not a half inch thick, but maybe, like, three quarters. Not uh, more than So, like between a half and a quarter inch, which is 0.375 for those of you 
who are mathematicians, math alike. Um, so 0.375-ish. Um, so I like them chunky in this because the other veggies are chunky, and so you need your cucumbers to really stand up to it. And I've done it a couple ways. One, I put dill yogurt on it, and or two, which is what I'm going to do tomorrow, I do chunks of avocado and then a sprinkle of black olives. And that just gives it like this really, really great creamy piece, but it's still real crunchy and it still goes on the side. It's going on the side of tacos. So I'm going to do that. And then previously I used jalapeno infused olive oil and I'm out right now, so I'm not going to use that. So I'll probably actually just put jalapenos in it just to make it a little spicy. My husband and I love spicy. And so then if anything is left, I don't usually we eat because the jar is pretty small um, and then one cucumber. So usually we finish it. If not, then it's going in with some black eyed pea salad that a friend of ours gave me and that will be my lunch the next day. So um, I try to combine fresh, fresh, fresh stuff with leftovers and things like that for lunch just because I know exactly what's in it and it's better than picking something up. So I will leave you here. I will hoping, I'm hoping that I'm leaving you hungry. I'm hoping that I gave you some fresh ideas. I'm hoping that you try some of these and I'm hoping that you just take one meal and conquer that meal one day, one meal, one day and one meal at a time. And I know that you can just make your meals a little bit happier and a little bit healthier and be on your way to whatever your health goals are. I hope to see you on social media, and I hope to see you in my email box with questions. Yep, that is it. You've got folks. I think this is my longest episode yet. I am rambling, and I will now say goodbye and have a great week. Thanks so much for spending time with me and learning a little bit about making your meals just a little healthier so that you can be just a little bit happier in that amazing body of yours. I so appreciate some feedback, whether it's a five-star review on your favorite listening app or even an email or a note on my website, um, a comment in this, uh, on the show notes, anything. I would just love to hear from you, know what you're thinking, know what you need, to answer any questions you may have. I am totally here from you, for you, <laughs> from you. Um, my website, where you can find all of my social handles, is risaauger.com. That's R-I-S-A-A-U-G-E-R.com. You can also shoot me an email at risaauger at ymail.com. And, yes, that is ymail, not gmail. I promise you, it's ymail.com, risaauger at ymail.com. I so, so, so look forward to hearing from you and helping you make your meals just a little healthier so you can be a little happier every day.